What's going on, geeks? You're listening to episode 243 of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. My name is Cody Armour. I'm here with Shelly Nolan. Hello. And LJ Lowry. What up? This week, we're geeking out about the Game Awards, weird movie trailers, and what TV shows we're excited about for next year. It's going to be kind of a weird show this week uh, because I literally couldn't find anything exciting about TV. There was a couple things that were just kind of meh, and uh, so we're going to do... More, we're going to focus a little bit more on video games uh, and movies movies this week. Also, hope everyone's having a good Thanksgiving, or uh, will tomorrow, by the time you're listening to this, uh, depending on when you listen to this. Uh, and I hope that everyone is staying safe, because it'd be dangerous out there. Thanksgiving usually means lots of family coming in and all that, so stay safe. Guard your, uh, you know, your loved ones, especially you know, the older mm-hmm. generation. Buy a mask from our Geeks Under Grace shop. Yeah. You can go to geeksundergrace.com slash shop and buy a mask. I feel terrible because you're like trying to have this meaningful thing. And I'm just like, or you could buy a mask. (laughs) Might be a little weird to wear masks at home, but uh, do what you got to do. That's true. Especially with Geeks Under Grace. It'll bring up conversation. (laughs) Definitely wear your Geeks Under Grace shirt at Thanksgiving dinner definitely do that yeah way better than talking about politics <laughs> <laughs> okay we, uh, on that cue we should move on now yeah i uh i'll be quick with mine i for we'll get into the gaming i've been playing valhalla i'm still really really enjoying it um i we almost didn't have i almost wasn't on the podcast this week because my my jaw is messed up from a uh, i'm gonna root out tomorrow yesterday from for when you guys are listening to this um and so i've spent a lot of time playing video games because i've just been kind of uh not much use for anything else uh, so lots of rating lots of story driven stuff did you get hit by the walloper yes not still not my favorite my favorite is still the uh it's not a it's not a glitch it's a feature it's not a bug, it's a feature. Still the best thing that I've seen so far. Um, I was asking, is that why your jaw hurts? Is because you got hit by the walloper. Oh, hit by the wallop. Oh, okay, yes, yes, definitely. <laughs> That's an Assassin's Creed side quest joke. It's pretty easy to find, I feel like. Yeah. <laughs> the walloper. Uh, I stand by everything that I, I said last week, that it's kind of um, repetitive. But I literally look like my character now. Or my character literally looks like me now and uh nice that's just so cool to me I'm, just, I'm having so much fun with that uh i'm really bad with like character creation things so this is probably this character probably looks more like me than any other character i've made and that's exciting although my red dead's pretty close <laughs> <laughs> cool what are you been cool. playing lj uh not a whole lot of new stuff i finally beat the cobra kai game Cool. And uh, it's kind of cool. It's got this, like... So, like I said before, there's this, like, true ending thing. Uh, so, basically, it has, like, this exaggerated story that... Because uh, Hawk and Demetri are both trying to tell these events to, like... I think it's, like, the principal or something. And so, then uh, Hawk is, like... Yeah, like, you know, Cobra Kai, like, ruled the city. And, you know, the tournament no longer became about... Uh, 
about points, it became about like death and defeat or something like that. And then Dimitri's like, "Come on, you know how uh, you know how that that's not how it ends." And so basically, uh, you can then from then on you can choose the Miyagi campaign and then start the Miyagi campaign. That's cool. And so uh, what happened? I so I looked up the true ending because I had to write the review, so I couldn't do the whole. Uh, I couldn't do a whole another playthrough. But the true ending basically plays out exactly as I thought it would. So I'm excited to actually play through the whole camp, the whole campaign again at some point. Cool. Yeah. And is that? Do you think it's canon? You think it's not canon? No, it's not. It's definitely not canon because it's very much an exaggerated version of like season two. Okay. Um, because it doesn't really fit anywhere specifically in season two. But you go That's to what I was wondering. you go to a lot of familiar like locations, like as if a lot of season two already happened. Um, I was going to say, like, season two ended in such a weird way that I can't imagine putting a game between season two and three. Yeah. Um, Yeah, it's weird, too, because you'll fight bosses that are characters that don't even fight. You'll fight, like, uh, Mm -hmm. you'll fight, like, the guy that uh, Miguel's mom was dating. You'll fight uh, (laughs) the the storefront owner. Like, you'll fight all these, like, characters that, like, never even fight in the show. But it's almost like, you know, characters you think could use a beatdown anyway. <laughs> so you're like, okay, this makes <laughs> are sense. Are they using karate or are they like... They, well, they have their like own... Brawling. They have their own movesets, different stuff. That's cool. Uh, like, I think you fight... I think one of the bosses is like the... One of the like... F- one of the female like popular girls or whatever. I forget what her name is exactly, but it's like yeah, that Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, like... Moon's friend. Yes. So it's funny because uh it's just out there so i just imagine that like storefront guy having kind of a like bar brawler feel to him that's funny because you fight him in a bar area yeah basically the bar that uh, beefy the bar that uh a few of the characters go to in the show that's that's Mm -hmm. a location so it's like almost anywhere significant they go in the show is like a location of a stage it's cool. Like the bonfire parties. They do that with the show is like the show references every inch of those movies. Mm-hmm. Anything that happened is like brought up. Which is really interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it's fun though. It's cool. And then uh the other game that I played a lot uh with a buddy of mine, I started playing Sea of Thieves. I've played actually a couple nights uh with him. And they actually added some story content on there. And Ooh. You're trying to get to, I guess, the Golden Shores. And then so there's this whole thing that you have to follow, like, on a map. You have to get this totem. Then it turns into a very Indiana Jones thing where you got to put this totem in a spot, do a puzzle to un- to unlock another thing that, you know, brings you to another chain of it. It's it's fun. Uh, we haven't really gotten ran in. We haven't ran into a lot of, like, players trying to be jerks, which is cool. <laughs> uh that's what ever happened game. to that other one? Ubisoft's Oh, Skull, Skull and Bones? Bones? Yeah. Did that ever come out? I don't know if it actually got cancelled or not. It may have. Cause I haven't heard of that in a long time since Sea of Thieves came out. Yeah. That game has had a rough uh go. Uh I mean the Skull and Bones. Uh Sea of Thieves is fun though. Uh if you can if you can get a few friends and just enjoy it. I'd say it's worth it because you can't really expect to make a ton of progress or like have all this stuff to grind. So it's, you just kind of have to embrace the silliness of it. 
So we're not leaving people in suspense. It's supposed to come out uh-huh. March 2021. Really? Okay. Yeah. Wow. That's so weird. I know that it has had a rough development cycle. Because that, uh, the first time we why. saw Because, like, they already weird. had all of it. And, like, I thought they were just going to take Black Flag's uh, ship combat and make a game out of it. Yeah, so what happened was, I think what... Obviously, that's not what they did. Yeah, so what happened was, it was going to start out as, like, a multiplayer thing like that. But then mm-hmm. there was another trailer we saw during an event where it had like some like open worldish stuff, like you got more story stuff, and I was like, that seems kind of different from what we were initially getting. Yeah, weird. Maybe it'll be cool. Hmm. I wasn't excited. I didn't like Black Flags Able Combat, so I see. I like the this, but... I like the ship combat in the Assassin's Creed games, so I was okay with it. Mm-hmm. Um, this game is probably. I mean, it's probably going to be dead on arrival just because it's easy to to like take you know jabs at because of sea of thieves and because not a lot of people like the ship combat i think yeah yeah hmm. well i've heard i've heard people more people like you that really like the combat i just personally was not i i got that game i was very like i haven't played a lot of assassin's creed games so i think that's part of the reason i was so bummed was i was like i want an assassin's creed game and i'm in a pirate game instead where i'm doing all this shit <laughs> i was like I wanted to assassinate people. <laughs> Where's the stealth? I'm literally shooting cannons. It's the most unstealthy thing I can possibly do. <laughs> and now you're playing Valhalla, which is very unstealthy. It's, yes. It still has really? some, but yeah. It's. Okay. I think this. It's got a lot. It's. It's very stealthy. Like you have a stealth tree that you can you can work up, and it's it's pretty good in that. Yeah. Um, but he literally so like the hidden blades, the very beginning of the game, like when you receive those. He keeps it on the... You can see it kind of in the commercials and stuff, too. Mm-hmm. He keeps it on the outside of his arm, forearm. And they're like, no, you're, you're supposed to hide those. And he was like, why would I do that? There's no <laughs> glory in that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, I'm, and I'm not so going to make the same mistake you did. Like, talking about their finger. Yeah. I was like, yeah, burn. You got him. Um, so good. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, your character's just not... A stealthy character. <laughs> you could literally run up and just like I mean, bombard. You're a Viking. Yeah. So yeah. I guess that checks out. <laughs> yeah. You can literally just arrive up on shore and raid. Mm-hmm. Blow your horn, come out screaming. It's like the least stealthy situation yep. possible. <laughs> <laughs> it's like fight me. Um <laughs> Yeah, so see if these have been fun. Cool. Mm-hmm. What have you been playing, Shelly? Uh, I've been playing I should have started Age with Calamity. you. I forgot Age of Calamity. Yeah. I'm playing Age of Calamity. How is it? Uh, it's better than I thought it would be. I mean, I, I, I wasn't expecting much. I was kind of expecting Hyrule Warriors, right? Which I played. Mm-hmm. I guess technically it is Hyrule Warriors, but it's a different game. Or like Fire Emblem Warriors. Uh, I figured it was going to be something I would just play for a little bit, kind of get tired of it, and and but I would try to push through because the cutscenes, like that's kind of why I got the game. The story. I determined it was worth like it because it's like okay, this is a plot and important plot story, etc. But I'm actually enjoying the gameplay more as I keep playing, um, and I know there's not nearly as many characters, at least right now. I don't know how many characters are, we're going to get by the end of the game. I don't know if they're going to keep like giving us more or something but there's not nearly as many characters in this game as there are in like Fire Emblem Warriors and most Warriors games I think 
Most Warriors um, games have a ton of characters. But I legitimately enjoy playing as all the characters. They're all, like, really cool and, and have, you know, their unique abilities. Um, I don't think I hate playing as any character right now. I think my favorites would probably be Urbosa and probably Link, honestly. Like, I know that sounds boring, but Link is just, like, really... <laughs> like really smooth playing as him and you can change it he could be you could have his um regular you know sword short sword and shield i can't i can't speak today it's fine <laughs> regular sword and shield not uh -huh. he could have his long <laughs> big sword like two-hand weapon or he can use a spear oh, cool. And cool. so um, that's pretty neat because then Blink essentially has three different gameplay styles depending on what weapon you give him. Mm -hmm. um, I like how the whole world just feels like very like cohesive and it feels very full of life, which is so different than Breath of the Wild. And it makes you be like, oh, shoot, like mm -hmm. stuff really goes down um in this in this war because there's like little like quests you can go on to help like villages and people and things and um obviously like when you're in battles and you have like hyrule warriors on your side not to say the name of the game but like literally like <laughs> people who work for hyrule um mm -hmm. it's like it feels very full of life and it makes me want to play breath of the wild um just like I, I think I'll probably start a new game after I finish this one in Breath of the Wild, oh, just because you know this is the prequel and it's gonna make it feel even more empty. I think, um, mm -hmm. and there's like it, it makes me be like, okay, you know, they talked about how Link really lost a lot of his power and a lot of his abilities after sleeping for a hundred years, but I was like, oh, whatever, it's just Link. It's it's he's you know. That's always him. But no, like, he's very strong in this first game, as is essentially everyone. So it, mm -hmm. it kind of puts more context behind that, which I mm. think is really cool. Um, it's like, okay, no, he, that 100-year sleep actually did impact him, or else he'd be able to just, like, wreck everyone. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm really, I, I am really That's enjoying cool. it so far. Um, yeah, it's better than I thought it would be. Cool. But it is definitely still just, like, a Warriors game. Like, if you don't enjoy that gameplay, yeah. then it will be hard to get through this game. Most people so. don't. I heard that demo is still free. It should uh, be. It is. Yes, it should be. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I've been telling people who have been interested. Mm -hmm. um, just try the demo. And if you if you tolerate the gameplay style, it may still be considered worth it, depending on how much you care about the story. Um, mm -hmm. Or if you're just willing to watch a long play on uh, YouTube or something. But if you enjoy um, the playstyle, then I would suggest it. I would I would recommend it. But if you hate it, then like cool. definitely don't get it. Like it's not gonna. Right. It's definitely not a game for everyone. One of my friends who's probably the, played more Breath of the Wild than anyone I've known um, is not getting the game because he just really doesn't like the playstyle. So it's yeah, fine. it's fair. I'm interested in the story. Yeah, I've never played a game like that, so I don't know. But they're the story fun. itself is like I'm like ooh. They're fun mashy games and. I will, I'll say that uh, when the reviews came out, a lot of people were like, what? Like, Age of Calamity getting, like, sixes. And I'm like, well, that's kind of like all Warriors games. You know, like, they're not great. Yeah. And so I think, uh, like, so I'm used to that because I play a lot of Warriors games. I don't expect much from it. 
Um, yeah. And so I think a lot. I, I was kind of also afraid that like I hope people aren't trying to reviews review this as a Zelda game because it's really not. super right. not. Yeah. Exactly. And like I've never played. It's not Breath any of the, the Warriors too. games. I think the closest thing I've done is remember that like in Tekken Seven, I think it was. There was that thing we could play as Jin. Oh, Tekken Five. I think it's is that five? Yeah, the, like it's, it's like a beat 'em up. And you would run through. Yeah. Yes. The closest thing I have to like wave based combat. Yes. Yeah. In in a so, way, yes. Fodder. Yeah, it's definitely the best Warrior Games game I've played, and I've only played Tile of Warriors on Wii U and um, Fire Emblem Warriors on Switch, but this is definitely the best one I've played, and. Um, I like a, like pretty much all of the like Breath of the Wild stuff that they threw in makes the game and gameplay like better. Like you can cook a meal beforehand and get bonuses and the meals are That's all cool. like from the game. There's a couple of new ones right. actually maybe now that I think about it. Um, but like you collect items and things and it all the like UI is just straight Breath of the Wild UI which is That's really cool. nice. Um, and it's yeah very consistent just looks i don't know i i like it but i also now we need a mario super mario warriors i want that now i really do (laughs) because you can have mario luigi peach and then you can have bowser the bowser kids wario waluigi like you can do a good and evil campaign easily oh i want that now call it mushroom kingdom warriors Mario just like fireballing everywhere. That's... Yeah, that'd be legit. I... I that Luigi can have his vacuum. Yes, <laughs> Mario could have his uh, flood pack or his cap. He could have like the multiple playstyle thing. Yeah, I just don't I want just that. Take it, everyone. Think of how many Goombas and Koopa Troopas you could totally destroy, like hundreds. Yeah, that'd be amazing. I will. I will say though, one last note about Age of Calamity: two player sucks. <laughs> Which is really unfortunate. Split screen. Oh. Yeah, because it it lags really bad. It drops Ooh. tons of frames. Wow. It's fine single player, but um, I was playing with Daniel and I was playing as Rebosa and he was playing as I think Link or someone. And um, I just know that like every time I used the there's like basically there's a mechanic and when you're finding a, a stronger enemy, you can like wear down their defenses. And yeah. once their defenses are worn down enough, you can do this really strong attack. Mm-hmm. And the, her really strong attack is she like snaps the lightning and there's lightning just everywhere, obliterating everything. It's amazing. You feel so powerful. But the it just drops. It probably it's taxes so the system slow. with multiple it's, players. Yeah, it's think of like the the forest the great hyrule forest in breath of the wild and like it's like 10 times worse wow. it's not as for as long you know it's only for like the pro the time in which you're doing the move but mm. it kind of makes at least for me and daniel it kind of makes split screen unplayable which is really oh, unfortunate yeah. so that if sucks. you're if you're interested in two player for that game it's not great sorry don't do it okay so and for... we we played through all of fire Emblem warriors together yeah because y'all played that on stream fine. too it was fine, so I don't know what's wrong with this game. But anyway, that's that's my last thoughts on that. So is it like hub worlds in between then? There's no um. So basically, your hub world is the map. You see like the whole map of Hyrule, and oh. um, you can do like little quests and stuff. You don't like you don't go around physically as like right. Link or whatever. Um, you just you you see the map and you can see little icons in the map and there's like little quests and stuff. You like you know click on something. And it's like oh, oh this person wants to like you know has a cold and needs a meal like 
provide the ingredients to do this and you provide the ingredients and then you can get a bonus like either an extra heart for a certain character an extra combo for Uh. um, a character um, another recipe that you can make in the future other benefits and what's cool is that um, you like really do feel like you're making an impact like trying to make a positive impact on the world because um, when you help each area like and and it's the same in Breath of the Wild there's different areas of the map Mm -hmm. different regions um, I guess I should say. And if you help a region enough, they will uh, the people will actually reward you and give you a bunch of stuff. Cool. So it's pretty cool. But that's, I, yeah. Bearer of bad news. You may feel hmm? like you're making an impact, but Breath of the Wild says differently. Yeah. No, for sure. What I mean <laughs> is that, it, again, like, it, it feels like a very full-of-life world, which just makes so Breath cool. of the Wild I'm expecting a Rogue One scenario or, like, a Halo Reach rough. scenario. That, that was my biggest like, complaint with Breath of the Wild was how uh, desolate it felt. So that would be the ship's cool. It's, it makes the game even feel more desolate. I think that's the idea. It feels very yeah. full life right now. <laughs> it's crazy. That's awesome. Yeah, it is cool though. Uh, I'm a fan. Cool. cool. All right. Well, we'll get into the gaming news. We got quite a few of them here. Go ahead, LJ. I had to include this first one because it was the timing was hilarious, but I also think. It is the perfect developer for it. But uh, recently, uh, IO Interactive announced that they are working on a 007 game, which to me is so perfect because... That makes sense. Yeah, like the Hitman Mm -hmm. games are these open areas. You have disguises. I mean, it's it's basically the opposite of being a spy. You're being stealthy Mm -hmm. to kill people, but... And you're also, you know, gathering... You can gather, like, extra info and intel with... With a James Bond game, I could easily see you see them giving you this open map and giving you multiple scenarios and objectives. And uh, I, I was like, I did not know this was happening, even though I did watch Goldfinger uh, around the same time yeah, I got that's announced. Cool. I was like, yeah, this is awesome. Uh, so I just think it's. I'm kind of glad they're not trying to like make the N64 into kind of a reboot type thing. Like it sounds like it's going to be very different than There's... the shooter that the N64 one was. There's been multiple uh, 007 games over the years, so it's not it's not necessarily okay. just GoldenEye. That's really where I go to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. developers makes more sense for 007, though. Yes, I mean that's all been like first-person shooters, third-person shooters. Uh, they did a couple Daniel Craig games, uh, which one of them was actually not bad because uh, it was. And like, I'm really out of loop on this. Yeah, I haven't there's, heard of a 007 had, game since. They had more Pierce Brosnan games. They had Everything or Nothing. They had Agent Under Fire. They had Night Fire. They had, and then I think they even did a game with Sean Connery's version, based on From Russia with Love. There's been a ton of them, um, but IO Interactive has just been like, it's one of those things where the question has been asked: if you could pick any developer to handle any license game, what would it be? And I think this is something that I don't think anybody. Uh, could have hoped better for uh so it's exciting for 007 fans and hitman hitman fans alike i think yeah so now that i had to get that one out of the way (laughs) um yeah so a couple of announcements of announcements yes and then uh, a couple smaller (laughs) things pokemon has uh, pokemon company has said that uh, they're gonna make some kind of announcement during the macy's day parade the thanksgiving one because this is uh, a 20th anniversary, right? Like, it's the 20th time 
I think Pikachu's going into Macy's Parade. That's what I heard. Okay, that's probably what it is. So Um, it's like a significant sort of thing. So then there's a... There was a leak that's probably fake, but for a Pokemon Master Collection. Uh, So I think that's like ports of like some of the original games or Game Boy games, whatever. Uh, That looks fake, but I don't think we even know what this is going to be. It could be something totally dumb. Uh, Yeah. I wouldn't want that. I know, I know. Nobody would because those games are outdated. Because you couldn't take those Pokemon with you, like into a, like a, a newer game no it would just be they probably a trade within maybe that little ecosystem but yeah my hope would be like maybe they announce a release date for pokemon snap at least that would be cool mm-hmm. is it necessarily it's just a pokemon company right it could yes they've be a movie it could or be, something too it could be easily a, a, a toy line or like a clothing line or i don't know it could be it's also an intent i mean I, f- I consider them in the same line of Nintendo, so it could be something totally, like, just random. Off the wall. Yeah, so... I don't know. Pokemon, basketball, Space Jam with Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> that would be... Uh, no. I could um, see them doing that. <laughs> yeah, weird. I mean, I'll be watching Nintendo's it. Nintendo's weird. I'll be watching it, because I usually, like, on Thanksgiving morning, I'll have coffee and play my Switch out in the living room, so I'll definitely be watching the parade anyway which is also weird since apparently like since covid people can't actually like be out there and watch the thing uh exactly so it's <laughs> even weirder oh yeah that's yeah. crazy yep uh, they'll probably make more money that way because it'll actually be like more people will be watching it televised yeah well are there no because there's not like ads during the uh parade is there yeah, I mean, there's got. I, mean, I know the whole thing is a walking ad, but yeah, I think there's. Yeah, com- if they break the commercial, that's you're gonna get a lot more money. Yeah, from commercials then. Yep. Yeah. So. Interesting. That's random, but also potentially cool news, but potentially lame news. Um. Yeah. Pokemon Tamagotchis again. <laughs> <laughs> Pikachu Tamagotchi is like a new version. Oh, that'd be. Yeah. Always. This is such a just Digimon. <laughs> Yep. Digimon already yeah. did that. Yep. It makes more sense. And they were good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love those things. Yeah. Um, <laughs> on to the next piece of news. I don't know how to transition from that. Uh, Sony, uh, Jim Ryan, the CEO, has said uh, in reference to Game Pass that, uh, you know, so they already have playstation now they already have the weird playstation plus collection for ps5 but apparently i guess when asked about you know if they're ever considering something you know to compete with game pass he made a small reference i guess it was like you know there's there's more news to come or something like there's more you know they don't have any information at this at this time you know kind of stuff you know pr speak like pr speak in that like hey we can't answer that now but you know keep an eye out so it was like, which is crazy because his tune before was it's no way possible to do. Mm-hmm. I, I think it was that they can't release brand new games exclusives mm. on a streaming service like that. Oh, on, like on PlayStation now they could. Yeah, well, he'd be like, we could never do exclusives that way because uh, it wouldn't be financially viable. Well, so that's what's weird is you know Xbox is doing all right with it. <laughs> I'd almost say because Xbox hasn't had super heavy hitters. I mean, I guess they've had the Gears games, but. I feel like Xbox is so much more... I mean, I guess Sony is too, but to me, Xbox is much more than, like, their launch titles. Like, you know, they yeah. they have a different focus. But Sony's... The ecosystem. Yes, the ecosystem. 
Uh, but Sony's like they those games are are so high profile and so like they sell really well. So mm-hmm. I could see that being a loss uh, potentially because those games just do so well. Like there's a reason why I half expect. Oh, go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was saying I half expect their response to the game pass to be like no (laughs) well that's kind of what people thought like that's our response yeah so i don't know if maybe just because they have the playstation plus weird thing now i don't have a ps5 so i don't know how that works as far as the collection but maybe the fact that they probably see people downloading those games from that weird collection and so they're probably thinking Ooh, like this may actually work because um, they have a whole back yeah, catalog mean, you can play on PS5. Too. Even if it was six months, you know, mm-hmm. you, the game's brand new. Uh, you have to buy it for the first six months, but then it'll come out uh, later on the streaming service. Like that might be worth. I mean, that kind of already happens mm-hmm. on the PlayStation lo- or PS Plus. Like I got PS Now on mm-hmm. through that. PS Now is bad though. Yeah, PS Now, it's like, hey, you can play these new games for like a month, but then they're going to go away. Yeah. And they, last I played it, it was super laggy and streaming. Like, the streaming, I don't know if they changed that. You can download PS4 games now off of it. Okay, that's better. Yeah. Uh, I played It's still 20 bucks Sonic. a month. Sonic. Yeah. I pro- tried playing Sonic Adventure 2 on PS Now, and that was a while ago now, but it was like unplayable because Sonic is all about you know quickly hitting buttons speed and it yes. was literally lagging where you needed to hit Got stuff. A speed key yeah that's bad garbage um, yep but i could see like you know this collection if they do you know six months or a year and then their exclusives come out that would be cool i would probably play a lot more games even if that was the case mm-hmm. i don't know if i'd pay more for that though like more than the ps plus now you you're asking yourself the question that people are asking when they purchase Game Pass Ultimate or Game Pass because now people are questioning right. whether games with gold even needs to be a thing because Game Pass is doing so well now. Yeah. Yeah. So because games with gold is basically PS Plus but Xbox they're still giving you free games every month, but then there's also Game Pass. So I think that's people are asking asking like why do we have this now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because if the game is six months old, I don't I don't know if I would want to pay like an extra ten bucks mm-hmm. on top of what I'm paying for PS Plus already. Yeah. It's interesting. I don't know. We'll see what they say. They must have a plan. Yeah. So I think the idea, though, is that his tune has changed a, a little bit compared to what it was yeah. before. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's there's been a kind of a big wave of gaming news and stuff like that. And there's a couple of trailers out there for other stuff now. But uh, I feel like the biggest stuff that everybody's talking about uh, now is the Game of the Year nominees for the Game Awards. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is the thing that gets live streamed. I think it's on December 10th on Thursday. We actually watch do a watch along on the Twitch channel. We've done it the last couple of years. Like Anna has run it and it's been nice. fun to watch it that way. Um, but there's the nominees are very interesting. And so I guess I'll talk about the Game of the Year nominees real quick. Uh, I'm not going to go over yeah, go all the categories. So for Game of the Year, we have uh, Last of Us 2, which it's like, sure, that's going to be there. Animal Crossing, which I'm very happy that's there. 
Uh, I think that's really cool because it, it deserves to be. Uh, Hades is is, is also yes. there, and that game deserves to be just the quality of it. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima is there, which that's also kind of expected, I guess, because it's a AAA title. Mm-hmm. And then Final Fantasy VII Remake yeah. uh, is there. I guess that's cool. also expected, too. And then the last one... As a fan, I say this myself, uh, Doom Eternal is also on this Game of the Year list, which, to me, it's like, did you guys just not have anything else to fill that slot? Because yeah. <laughs> Doom Eternal, like, like, yes, it's a good game. It's it's a fun game, but it's got it's gotten really mixed reception. Like, it's for all intents and purposes, it is a good game, but I just don't think it... It's not near the caliber that these other ones are. Honestly, yeah, I it makes me so happy that yeah, Animal Crossing is on there because mm-hmm. that really did get so many people through like 2020. Just yes, in general. like it, perfect timing, perfect everything. Um, but honestly, it blew my mind to see Hades there. I was not expecting that when I went to go look at the nominees, and Hades is in so many categories. Yeah, so, so is many. Last of Us, and of course, it, it's like crazy because it's like this is this is super yep. giant games. This isn't like. Triple A. This title. is an indie. Yeah. This is an indie game. Right. You can, yeah. Like it's it's that kind of just shows how amazing it is, mm-hmm. um, which really is super exciting to me. Yeah. And- what is? We'll probably get later on talk about uh, not on this podcast, but uh, as we get to the end of the year. But what is on this list? What is your choice for game of the year? Going from this list alone, though, can't do from out of this for now. I've mm. only played Animal Crossing and Hades from the list. So I would say Hades. Personally. Hades, okay. It's, it's my personal. I feel like right. maybe Animal Crossing deserves it a little more. Maybe. Okay. But also I'm not... I'm a bigger fan of Hades. And I haven't played cool. any of the other games. No Hades. So... LJ? I'm gonna make some people mad probably and say The Last of Us 2. <laughs> Because I'll, I'll tell okay. you why though I'll tell you why because this game was and this game was so controversial, but I feel like it was because people weren't ready for such a story yet. It was so cerebral. It was so like in your mind. Like I think people looked at it too much as a revenge plot when it should be when it should be more about like anger pain and loss and things like that um and from all perspectives i'm not even spoiling anything whenever i say that there's there's multiple just those themes i think uh are so hit are, are so touched upon and even in the final final moments of that game people are not happy with from with the ending but from somebody who's felt a lot of the emotions that this game deals with i understand why the ending was the way it was uh, so, but I just think, it, especially in 2020, it probably wasn't a good game to be out this year. But I, I'd say for, <laughs> yeah, I'd say like I, I feel like gloom pandemic game. Yes, but it's just so it's so much more thought provoking than I think anybody was ready for. But realistically, okay. realistically, like I would want Last of Us two there. But realistically, I would really, I would really, really love to see Animal Crossing or Hades. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. Doom is also there only because of the pandemic, I think, because Doom and I Animal Crossing, 
Yeah. Doom and Animal Crossing coming out at the same time. Yeah, so that's why that's there. It's because, like, oh, we had these two when the pandemic happened, so put that there in the other slot. And also, Xbox doesn't have any Halo or anything else to put there, so they're like, well, let's put three Sony games on there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Mine would be Final Fantasy VII. Um, I just really enjoyed that game. I don't know. It is yeah. it is really good. It, it deserves to be up there. I'm excited to play it. I haven't started yet, but I do own it. And story I was will amazing. Play it, and I'm very hyped. I heard mm -hmm. it was very good, and definitely deserves the spot. Yeah, yeah. We might go too. Yeah. Cool. Uh, I do actually. But I didn't play a lot of them either. Uh, before we move on, I guess. Um, mm -hmm. but there was some other gaming news that I heard. I I realized we weren't planning to talk about, but I think we should talk about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Cause did any did either guys hear all about the Nintendo drama? No. I heard some stuff about it. Isn't it more like they didn't they like cancel like a Smash tournament or something? Yeah. So basically, what happened is that uh, there's this really big um, tournament called the Big House or Big House. Right. It's, it's an annual thing, as far as I'm aware, um, and it's really big for Smash, both Melee um, and Ultimate. Um, so just be aware, like ultimate is a thing that was going to happen at this tournament. Um, but Nintendo basically asked them to cancel mm. because, um, I mean, you can't really play melee vanilla right now because of COVID there is, yeah. you know, melee is a GameCube okay. game. There's no online built in yeah. basically, um, a net play, um, software was created uh, called Slippy that allows people to <laughs> play online and get this, that net play it's better online than Smash Ultimate and that is not even that does like, not surprise not me close. it's literally like playing with someone right next to you whereas Smash Ultimate is just like always been questionable at best mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's even if you have a cable, right? if you have the LAN adapter yep. um, it's still like there's still input lag. Um, yeah. So people have been, you know, still able to play Melee throughout the, this entire quarantine simply from using this thing where they do, you know, have to emulate it. Um, and so Nintendo's like, hey, um, it's stop illegal. that, please. And Big House said, no, all of this is completely legal, so we're not going to cancel it. And then they sent a cease and desist. To big house and canceled the entire event and that includes smash ultimate yeah so that basically has got a bunch of people really upset with nintendo because here's this thing that literally is promoting a game that that this community has kept up this game for for years and years and years right ever since melee came out it's been mm -hmm. it's been a thing and nintendo mm -hmm. is like actively trying to kill it essentially this is like just a sign that Nintendo's like, no, this is not okay. We're trying to yeah. protect our copyright, which really, like, no. <laughs> That's not really yeah. a thing. So, I guess where I could see, like, to me, like, Nintendo could be cool and just be like, hey, like, this thing isn't harming anybody. In fact, it's bringing a community get together. Exactly. But, instead, they're doing what Nintendo does and and you know being super legalistic about it that sucks 
Yeah, and so there was sort of that, and that's definitely the bigger news, but it kind of comes in combination with um, on November 20th when Age of Calamity actually came out. Um, the game came out a lot earlier in um, countries outside of America, right? It came earlier mm. in Australia, it came earlier in, like, South Korea. Um, and so people were streaming the game before it was completely out in every area of the world, right? Like, okay. in America, it wasn't quite out yet. Um, especially for the East Coast, because the East Coast is going to get it last. Um, but people are streaming games that they bought, that they that they bought very legally mm-hmm. from the eShop or from, you know, whatever, retailer. Um, and then Nintendo used Twitch to ban anyone who was streaming the game because wow. they claimed that they were streaming the game too early and that they must have pirated those games man that's ridiculous so many people were banned like it wasn't just a warning it was literally just banned like one of the um speedrunners i follow uh link is seven he's a zelda speedrunner um he was banned just like and i think he got unbanned the next day i think most got unbanned after a day or two but it's still like it sends a message yeah and that in combination with this um big house thing it's like showing that for some reason Nintendo doesn't care about people suing them about Joy-Cons. They're not they're not caring about like their failing hardware and other issues, mm-hmm. but they do apparently have enough time to care like even in this pandemic to to um, shut down big tournaments that use emulators because they have no other choice and shut down streamers who are playing their game because they think it's pirating. It's just it's just bad. That's too Nintendo's much. Nintendo's being bad <laughs> nintendo is definitely not going to get best community support award at the game awards this year no for sure <laughs> being, for as wholesome uh, as animal crossing is nintendo is being really scummy right now um and so, i mean what's his name uh the little raccoon's not very he's pretty scummy yeah tom tom nook is pretty that's scummy. true tom nook is <laughs> being tom nook, i just I don't nintendo think... is tom nook I just don't yeah. think Nintendo. I, it doesn't seem like they understand modern culture, like as a whole. Absolutely like, not. Like, yeah. even if it's just like it, just look at their online games in general. Mm-hmm. Just look at how they handle online. They do not know how to handle it. Mm-hmm. It's they they have this very niche audience. Um, or they like try to go for this niche audience, and and they have to get with the times, and they have to realize that. Shutting down tournaments that are playing your game is going to make people not want to play your game and going to make people hate you and not want to buy your games. There's, yeah. It's a lose-lose situation. Whereas if you just yeah. let them be, then that's fine. Yeah. It's not hurting anyone. And I know we've talked a lot on, on this podcast about like sort of the ethics behind emulators and mm-hmm. um, sort of like, is it is it okay to emulate games, et cetera, et cetera. But this is a situation where it's like, Here's this entire community that's built off this one game. Yeah. And they adapted because of this pandemic. They care enough about this game mm-hmm. and this community to adapt in such a drastic way to allow online play and are able to be more successful than Nintendo in producing an online space. Yeah. And that's just mind-blowing to me. So, mm-hmm. anyway... That's. I just felt like we need to talk about that. Maybe just because yeah, yeah, I need to insane. rant about it. But yeah. I think if you see if you see people being upset with Nintendo and you're not really sure 
why um then that that's why i had seen some stuff about it but just wasn't sure about the whole story so so i guess that means we're gonna have people upset if last of us 2 wins game of the year and then people upset if animal crossing wins game of the year i guess because that's the thing right <laughs> nintendo fans are also hypocrites and so that's why that's i'm like I, I don't like that nintendo makes these decisions i'm not about to say i'm gonna boycott them or anything like right, I know right. other people are saying mm-hmm. they're gonna boycott um but at the same time it's like breath of the wild 2 is gonna come out eventually and everyone's gonna buy it right oh yeah you gotta it's like disney like disney mm-hmm. makes really scummy decisions yeah. but you're still gonna consume their things their media and that's just capitalism for you love it the... It's the analogy, uh, the Call of Duty analogy that uh, that I've heard about is uh, there's a whole group, I guess back when like one of the Modern Warfare games came out, there was a whole Steam group about people that were boycotting Call of Duty. But when you look yeah. at everybody in the group, what are they all playing? Call of Duty. Call of Duty. Call of Duty. <laughs> <laughs> it's a mess. Yeah. It's a mess. Anyway. So, let's get into the movies. movies. Yeah. Move, movie gone. Moving on to the movies. <laughs> wow. That was a bad pun. So clever. That was terrible. <laughs> I'm amazed I haven't done that yet. It was such a easy one. Oh, hang on, look at the movie. Took over two. And I don't know episodes. if we've actually watched any movies besides that holiday special, which wasn't really a movie. LJ, I would consider it a movie. I think it's the best. Yeah, that's where I was going to put it too. <laughs> um, it's an hour, so yeah, forty-seven minutes. Not even the DC movies are we watched. Dr. The animated ones are longer than that. <laughs> Come on now, that's a show. That's true. I, I guess. I mean, I like. I, I look at the DC animated movies, and those are only like an hour or so. Oh, yeah. I guess so. That's true. But still longer than forty-seven minutes. Mm-hmm. They're usually like an hour ten, hour, hour fifteen. That's true. That's true. Not almost fifty. <laughs> uh, but it was good. What'd you think? Yeah, I thought it was a lot I, of fun. I liked it. It was fun and kind of cute at first, but the end stuff, like the end, is what really got me. Is whenever she start Ray starts interacting with more characters, uh, yeah. the, they make some references that like I'm so glad got approved because they're f- genuinely poking fun at Star Wars, and I think that is so. It cool. reminded me of Robot Chicken, kinda. Uh, do you remember like the? Uh, do you ever yes. watch the Star Wars the Robot Star Chicken Wars specials? specials? Yep. Like Darth Vader specifically in this. Spoilers: Darth Vader's in it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Their Darth Vader in this reminds me of the Darth Vader from those like Robot Chicken yeah. specials. Yeah. Specifically when he's trying to tell Palpatine in in Robot Chicken, not in the show, in yeah. this uh, special, uh, that the Death Star blew up, and he comes up to Palpatine and he's like, "Uh, hey, hey, boss, hey, sir, <laughs> I don't know how to tell you this." He's like crying. <laughs> he's like, "What is it?" Oh man. Oh, he's really upset. What's going on, Darth Vader? I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to like ruin too much of the jokes for anybody that hasn't seen it. But there was one that literally makes fun of the like Palpatine coming back, and that mm-hmm. made me laugh out loud. I was like, okay, you earned my respect because I was like the whole movie. I was like, this is funny, but it's not like I'm literally like laughing out loud, you know. But that one got yeah. a, got an audible chuckle out of me, so I was like, <laughs> okay, this is okay. This is definitely. Good. <laughs> very kid friendly yes uh, not very holiday-esque like and it's definitely like definitely not like a christmas thing it was a holiday uh life day the life is what yes. they celebrate yeah um but it wasn't even about life day much 
like as far as like the actual holiday but that was probably a good thing i kind of like it was, the plot it was more about the the meaning of christmas kind of message you know like it was you know kind of all yeah togetherness i i enjoyed it um we made a me and lj got together got our minds together and made a that little was like 11 o'clock at night that was great yeah, I even got like the scripture LJ. wrong and changed it this morning when I woke up. I'm like, oops. <laughs> I'm like, I'm watching this right now. Will you make it for me? <laughs> yeah. And it was um, like, I had just got done watching it like earlier that day. So I was like, I'm down for this. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, a, yeah. no, that, what we made, you can go check it out for yourself. Real yes. good. Definitely something some, uh, some of our um, people in our, our ecosystem need to, need to see. Yes, <laughs> I agree. Uh, Yoda, speak a truth. More Yoda wisdom. You know a Star Wars thing is good when Yoda's dropping more knowledge on us. Yeah. <laughs> or wisdom, I should say. We could write a whole sermon about uh, some of Yoda's I messages. literally almost was like, hey, sh- are we going to do a Bible study on this? <laughs> but I like Maybe memes. it was longer than 47 minutes. That's true. <laughs> the meme was good to, enough go not... no the, the meme was all yeah. we needed cool uh, but that's all i saw did you see anything else i don't think i saw anything else to be honest i was going hard on getting reviews done this week this past week nice and you didn't either shelly i did not watch any movies i watched lots of well not lots and lots of shows but i watched shows i didn't watch any movies cool well we're we're running this is a long podcast so we'll, okay. we'll get into yeah. the well, we news, don't have TV news, so it'll it'll be yeah. Ooh. Everything's fine. Uh, we don't have. We actually have more TV news. Sorry, movie news than we have in yeah. the past, though, because I think now that there's like news of a vaccine on the horizon, all the industries like, hey, if we put out these trailers now, we can release the movies right when everyone's ready to go out to theaters. <laughs> that's that's what I'm thinking. That's my mindset. Oh um, man, I hope we don't have just like every week. <laughs> three new movies to try to watch because i will uh, yeah, try I to know, i do not know how they're gonna do it honestly but either way um i'll, I'll got, take the challenge <laughs> we got um confirmation for deadpool 3 and that's going to be yeah um disney's mcu um they did say it's probably still gonna be radar despite being technically under disney um but it's kind mm-hmm. of like perfect like there's not gonna be, i don't think it's gonna feel awkward transitioning from one uh company to another because it's deadpool you can do where the heck you want with deadpool he'll make a joke about it and it's fine um but what's cool is that they they have the writers for um bob's burgers and i think that's the most excited part of that that's a good move in my opinion yes and um because yeah i I don't really like a lot of sort of like adult oriented cartoon cartoons and i don't even Mm -hmm. know this is necessarily adult oriented it's just like you know it's mature it's more mature than yeah it's not a kid's cartoon it's bob's burgers is more tame than the other ones i would say bob burgers Mm -hmm. is just awesome like i haven't even seen much bob's burgers but everything i have seen in bob's burgers is legitimately funny and good and it's not Mm -hmm. like wildly inappropriate it's awesome so i think yeah them combining with Deadpool is going to be really exciting. I think it's great. Mm-hmm. It also makes it seem sure. much more real. I feel like it was just like Deadpool 3 confirmed and that was all we got. Yeah. That we might not have mm-hmm. even talked about it because we've gotten so many back and forth on this, but now we have writers. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And we have promising writers, not just people we've never heard of, but like people we know who um, create great stuff. 
going to be a terrible host and go on another tangent. Uh, but I Gosh. just thought, like, literally yesterday, we're talking about these, uh, like, adult cartoons. I can't believe Shelly's going to hate me. Uh, in the world of reboots, that <laughs> that we don't have, like, a kid's cartoon from, like, the 90s or early 2000s that is now, like, a Family Guy-esque adult cartoon. Like, Dexter's Laboratory or Ed, Ed, and Eddie. But it's just like yeah. a reboot of them. Ed and Eddie would be such a funny. Uh, oh my god, Bob's Burgers. No, that style just reminds show. me of a video I watched this week. Someone <laughs> took a scene from Devil May Cry Five and just replaced it with Ed, Ed, and Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds amazing. So funny. I love Devil May Cry Five and Ed, like, Ed and Eddie. Make them adults. Would be great. Eddie is trying to be a con artist. Like still, yeah. he's just like grew up to be this con artist. You got real dumb Ed. Double D would be like a genius I, at this point. I think it could be a good cartoon. They could make I a heist. Want... They could make it into like a heist movie or something. Yeah. <laughs> I want I want Powerpuff Girls anime. That would be legit. I want Powerpuff cool. Girls. They made a reboot and it was bad. Bad reboot. I want mm-hmm. anime Powerpuff Girls. That would be That would be cool. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. You're right, I guess. <laughs> I can see. I, just, I can see. Not saying that they should do it. I'm surprised that they haven't. Is all. Yeah, yeah. for sure. No, I can see. Yeah, either Ed and Eddie or like, um, yeah, Dexter's Laboratory. You mentioned. I think that would. They Foster's could Home. Dexter. Oh yeah. Foster's could be real dark. Yeah. Actually, all of them could be. It's blue. I haven't seen him in years. That'd be sad. He's got like a beard now. Oh, <laughs> I my just. Gosh. That'd be terrible. Like, he has to, like, do drugs to, like, see his, like, imaginary friend again or something. That'd be terrible. Stop. No. No. That's all I can think of. (laughs) Like, how That's dark. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I... (laughs) That's Deadpool. (laughs) Um... We also uh, have news that Zack Snyder is, is, is back on board to um on the dc train he's gonna be doing more oh. stuff in the future i know that he kind of had a wishy-washy relationship with warner bros after justice league and now there's like the whole snare so cut thing no one liked his stuff and then yeah but everyone's like please come back it's weird well because his movies are kind of the most popular in the dceu which is really sad to say yeah. i mean besides wonder woman wonder woman is great well, and batman and vs superman pinnacle director's cut was good so i think that's kind of the mindset has just been yeah he can make good movies if you let him yes i think that's probably it it's just i, I don't know are they desperate maybe i'm nervous <laughs> for this snyder cut now honestly like i was excited before but Everyone now i'm scared <laughs> why i just reshoots. Oh. yeah well not even that he just seems so like i don't know it's just the dude seems so full of himself now like this thing is gonna be like long and I don't think it's going to be that good. His original idea, according to an article, and I don't know how much, I don't know how much weight this holds to this, um, was to have two movies apparently that would come out a month from each other. So you'd have Justice League Part One and Two, but they would have been a month out. So he would have literally just gone back immediately after, which I think would be kind of cool. Instead of a year later, like Endgame. Yeah, instead of waiting a whole year, you just like wait a month and go back. Yeah. I was like, that would be. That, that would be been cool a and different. Cool idea. Mm-hmm. But which but yeah. and that makes me think. Okay, maybe that's why it's gonna be so long. Yep. Yep. We'll see. 
So besides that, we got but the man makes stuff. Yeah, we got a couple trailers to talk about. Very yeah different, different. movies here. <laughs> Very different movies here. So the first one we're going to talk about is We Can Be Heroes. And you hear that and you're mm-hmm. like, I don't know what that's about. I and then have you open the no trailer, attachment. And it's Shark Boy <laughs> and Lava Girl. It's the back. Mando. <laughs> it's the Mando, okay? It's crazy. Yeah, I can true. only hear the Mandalorian through that entire trailer. <laughs> I My mind completely no. like disconnects. No. Really? Yes. I just, it looks so Spy Kids and Shark Boy and Lava Girl. The problem is... It's so cheesy looking. It looks worse. I don't know. I like Shark Boy and Lava Girl (laughs) in a very ironic way. I watch it and I enjoy it because of how bad it is. I'm sure that it's nostalgic. Exactly. It's very nostalgic. Um, Hearing... Taylor Lautner saying dream, dream, dream is amazing. If you haven't heard it yet, please do that. Um, (laughs) But this looks like it took everything I liked, the few things I liked from Sharkboard and Lava Girl, and got rid of it. So that's why. (laughs) It's like I never would have expected to see Sharkboard and Lava Girl back, but the fact that it's like now just a bunch of kids. Hollywood. I'm like. I am actually not interested in this. It's like a three-year-old kid. Oh, yes. Five-year-old. And the kid's like, I'm the kid of Sharkboy and Lava Girl. I'm like, I don't care about you, kid. Give me your parents. Like, it would have been- His name is Guppy. Would have been way more- Wait, what? Her name is Guppy. Is that canon? Probably. Yeah. That's trash. I never want to watch this movie. (laughs) It would have been way more interesting. And I mean way more interesting if it was simply a movie- about um, Max, the main character, being grown up, never having not seen, not having any weird dreams in so many years, and not seeing Sharkboy and Love Girl in so many years, and all of a sudden they come back and be like, hey, Max, we need your help again. That would be infinitely more interesting. So, so does Mando play Sharkboy? I guess. No. It's not Taylor Lautner again, which is I deeply I would love to see just the Mandalorian. Deeply Wait, was it? I don't know if it is, but it's not Taylor Lautner, so it's not special to me. He's a, he's like Pedro Pascal is like uh, considered a lead character in this. I thought so. so I don't. I figured he'd him. be. I figured he'd be Shark Boy because isn't that the, the character with the helmet? Oddly enough, in the yeah. art in the images. <laughs> yes. So weird. He didn't wear a helmet in the original. He's the Shark Boy Mandalorian. Then, like yeah. that can't be. They look nothing alike. Like here. It just, Here's a helmet just, again. You you're good at this. Let's do it. It just seems like <laughs> like this is a really 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 trashy, bad, gross fan fiction. And I would just way rather not have freaking children cuz it's like okay, what audience are they aiming for here? Are they going yeah. for people like me from yes. nostalgia or are they aiming for 3-year-olds? Both. I can't tell. They're going to reject both. I <laughs> Taylor Dooley played Shark Boy. Wait. What? No. Nope, that's the that's Lava Girl. Never mind. Oh. <laughs> Taylor and Taylor played Shark yeah. Boy and Lava Girl. That would have been that's yeah. funny. Isn't that funny? Um But anyway, I, again, like I already pitched my idea that would have been a hundred percent better than whatever this crap is. Um <laughs> but this is 
I mean, it's not being, it's, it's not being advertised as much as a Sharkborn Lava Girl type thing as I thought it would be. Because it's not called like Sharkborn Lob Girl, We Could Be Heroes. It's literally just called the We Could parents. Be Heroes. And it just mentions that they're related. So maybe I could just um, consider this not canon. Maybe I can consider this fan fiction that I'll never see and um, go on with my life. Because this just. JJ Danshaw. Never heard of him as playing. I don't know. Lava Boy. They couldn't even. Why would you make this if you couldn't even get the like original cast? Because Taylor Rotner was probably like, dude, no. <laughs> probably like, why no, make, I would get, be like, okay, we're not making it then. Gotta get, um, oh, I don't remember the name of Linus, but the actress for one of the girls, the Ice Princess, she, I just remember that she's Allison from Prilla Liars. And I remember when I first made that connection back in high, high school and I was, my mind was blown. <laughs> but... It's like, of course, she'll probably not be in it. Basically, again, they took everything remotely interesting and amusing from the first one, and um, they took it out. So I'm glad you know about all this stuff because the first, I feel like, what's the first time in the podcast ever? I'm lost. No, I'm like, I don't know about this thing, and that's okay. But I'm just like, oh, I have no so... idea. I watched it a lot as a kid. It's <laughs> trash. It's utter trash, but it's it's enjoyable trash. That's the thing. It's like it's a yeah. bad movie <laughs> that you can actually find very ironic, sm- like small bits of enjoyment out of. At least for me, um, but it's absolutely a bad movie. So I feel terrible that I made my mom take me to Spy Kids movies. See, one yeah, and two Spy were Kids actually good. Weird. The, other, the, the others yeah. were not. The thumb people. Spy Kids was bad. The nah, one people. and two were good because they were directed by Robert Rodriguez. Those were actually like decent all movies. Bad. The thumb no. people. <laughs> I only remember. I only remember the third one, and I. I mean, I watched all of them, but I really remember. Spy Kids three D. Because and yeah, and they would always do the because it was like right when three D came out, and they would always do like stuff right in front of the screen to like pop out mm-hmm. at you. Anyway. Mm-hmm. That's that. <laughs> Let's... Back when, uh, it was like red and blue glasses. Yes, mm-hmm. red and blue glasses. Classic, dude. Yeah. Um, let's not talk about this. Let's talk about okay. a movie that actually looks really good. It was worth it. Um, <laughs> so it's called Chaos Walking, and I do believe it's based off a book. Um, seems like a really original idea, so um, probably the book was popular. At least I hope so. But it has Tom Holland. It has Daisy Ridley. It has Mads Mikkelsen. Ooh. Like... Disney is just well, it's not a Disney movie, I don't think, but they just took a bunch of like Disney actors and they're just like here. It definitely doesn't do look this Disney. Cool thing. <laughs> no, it definitely doesn't. Um, and and it's funny because I Chaos Walking for some reason it makes me think of just like like the name of it makes me think of Death Stranding just yeah. because it's like a walking simulator that's very chaotic. I want to hear Mads say BB well, at least once. BB. <laughs> yeah, and I I feel like. This movie with the trailer that came out is it's almost similar to Death Stranding in the it's video game. Realm. It's very heady. It's very heady. It's mm-hmm. very like we don't really know what's going <laughs> on. Um, but it has a lot of big name actors. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So basically, if you watch the trailer, the the most interesting thing that we can gather from sort of the world that this has created it seems we don't know if it's like futuristic necessarily or if it's um another universe or whatever. Right? It looks like you know people and humans, but um mm-hmm. the only people left on earth are men um and they basically their thoughts are always like out loud like 
people can <laughs> that only sounds hear terrible. And then all of a sudden, and we don't know where or why or how, um, Daisy Ridley's character comes to, whether it's Earth or another planet, I don't know if it's mentioned in the trailer, I don't remember. Um, but then Tom Holland character um, meets her and is like, oh my gosh, it's a girl. I've never seen a girl before. Girls like... He plays the most Tom Holland version of Tom Holland in this. (laughs) Yeah. Like, it makes... Um, I just think of the Spider-Man from, like, reacting the same way. Like, Homecoming Spider-Man, Marvel Spider-Man, going, girl, girl, it's a girl. I was going to say, women are still on this planet right now, and guys still act like that all the time anyway, so... (laughs) It's just so him. Yeah, and the thing is that she... Her thoughts are not projected like everyone else's thoughts are. So, um, people are like, okay, it it doesn't really, I don't know much more about the premise beyond that. We just know that there's this cast of characters, um, and like something intense seems to be going on. Um, but yeah, just, maybe it's just because, um, of this idea that it's like all men on earth and no, and no woman, but it reminds me of, uh, oh, that game series, Lisa, Lisa, Hmm? Yeah, I forget uh, what that last one was called, but there was a uh, PT. Huh? You talking about PT? No, no, it's like an indie. I think you're talking about right. No, it's an indie. Oh, okay. it's indie. I was like, There's her name Lisa, was Lisa, the original that was incredibly depressing. I'm not talking about that one. It's the one after that, which is okay. also incredibly depressing, but not quite. Um, it's a, it's I, Lisa the Faithful is one of them, but I don't think that's I don't think it's that one. Lisa the, I don't remember. People who know what I'm talking about know what I'm talking about. It's an indie. But basically, the premise of that game, too, is that something happened and all the women either died or disappeared on the planet. And all of a sudden, a baby is found who is a girl. It's a girl baby. And so we, like, so the main character raises her as his kid and is trying to protect her because... It's a really, really cruel world. Like, the entire game is just, like, not terrible as it is a bad game, but it's terrible just because people are terrible. Um, but he's, like, trying to protect, like, his baby, essentially. Um, it's really interesting. But it reminds me of that, but it's a very different take. Because while that Lisa game is very, like, everything's very desolate and everyone's very evil... I don't necessarily get those same vibes from Chaos Walking. It seems like they're they're maybe having more focus on like, oh, their their thoughts are projecting and like I don't know. Seems interesting for sure. There's a larger um, plot to all of this, is I think. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. There's some larger larger connecting thing going on that they're gonna have to figure out and mm-hmm. um totally. So Yep. It looks really cool. I'm interested. It's an original thing. Yeah. I mean I guess it's based off a book, probably. But it seems original. It's original for Hollywood, okay? Yeah. It looks really cool. It looks really cool. That's Sweet. our movie news. Ooh. Well, we get into TV then. Uh, I just watched Mandalorian. We all probably watched yeah. it. Yeah. Still good. Yep. Anything else to add? Uh, uh, not really. More. Okay. <laughs> there's more, like, theory-heavy stuff. I'm, I'm kind of yes. excited the implications of what this episode is mm-hmm. like and like what it's trying to say as far as like not revealing information but it's kind of giving it's giving everybody stuff to think about now which i think is cool totally yeah my friends and i have uh some theories going yes there's a lot we'll of theories see, yeah. see what, how it goes that's exciting totally it's gonna be cool 
I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and then Shelly, you're watching more Doctor Who? Yes, we finished season four. And by finished season four, I mean actually all season four. Because there's a finale for season four, but then there's like five specials after oh, that. Wow. It's ridiculous. And of course, all like an hour long. Um, but I, I finished, we finished all of it. Um, nice. Besides skipping a couple episodes that weren't important, but it's fine. Those are just filler. Um, and we technically started <laughs> season five, episode one. Um, but... Yeah, it's still good. I think my worry going to season five is that I've been t- I've I've been told that um, the doctor doesn't really bring up his past companions or his past adventures almost at all as as Matt Smith mm-hmm. and going forward, which kind of depresses me because what I really enjoyed about season three and four and also even though I never watched season one two, um, knowing like they brought back Rose and and mentioned Rose a lot and that sort of character development was very important in three season three mm-hmm. and four um it's all very continuous it, it felt like one big thing even though there were different companions and sort of different art like arcs going on um but i really really enjoyed that i liked that it's like everyone that the doctor meets is really important special to him and he has a special relationship with everyone um like maybe he's romantically interested in rose or something but like don is his best friend but he also really cares about martha and like all these people make him better and i'm like yeah this is really cool I'm down with this, even though he does become incredibly edgy. You're right. You're right, Cody. You guys are right. The- <laughs> I was like, halfway through season three, I'm like, wow, he's so edgy. You're right. I didn't even know what was coming. Um, <laughs> but uh, but that just makes you sad, knowing that like going into Matt Smith, like I- I've heard it's still good. Like We're still going to watch it, but um, knowing that he's he's going to essentially not bring any of that stuff back up is going to be really sad to me because that's what I really enjoyed about what I've watched so far. Um, I'm trying to think of where you're at. Have you... Dr. Donna happened? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, what was you also... We're so excited about Donna. And yes. that was so uh, heartbreaking. I <laughs> and I was know. just like... It's like, <laughs> Donna, you deserved better. But, um, oh my gosh, what I also didn't realize, so we'd be watching the actual final episode, the actual final special um, updated <laughs> Tenant when he, like, you know, turns into Matt Smith. Um, there's so many, like, famous scenes in there and gifs that I've used before and didn't realize it was from the doctor. It was, or that was from Doctor Who. Like when Wilfred's like <laughs> waving and like crying. I'm like, wait, I've seen that before. And like <laughs> David Tennant in the rain. And I'm like, I mean, I assume that was from Doctor Who, but now I've actually seen the scenes. So that's pretty cool. I, I like shan't, seeing... it's Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> but, um. <laughs> quote from him. <laughs> I do think eventually I'll still go back and watch season one, two eventually. I just don't know when because I am interested enough. Um, I enjoyed season three and four enough. I feel like it's important to watch those first seasons just to really get the complete picture. But we are mm-hmm. on to season five. Cool. Cool. So, and of course I say like that there's no connection to the past. Literally today, um, Daniel like was like looking at his phone and on Facebook and he follows Doctor Who on Facebook and they like released this picture that has, you know, the newest doctor, the woman doctor. Um, but then it has a picture with, like, Jack. And you're like, hey, I know Jack. Jackson, you know, the Demi- Yeah, Demi- that was Tenet just announced ones. recently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm like, that's cool. Is that, like, a new special or something? 
maybe they realized that's what was made Doctor Who super interesting was like the, <laughs> the people he was connected with. But whatever. Well, you'll probably appreciate because you've now watched Tenet and exactly. uh, and uh, Matt Smith. They have the 50th anniversary. It'll be really cool for you. Yeah. Okay. That one's got both of the actors in it. Cool. Interesting. Uh, but you didn't do anything with Rose. You should try to watch Rose's story arc before um, you watch the 50th anniversary. Okay. That makes Ooh. sense. Because it won't make as much sense. That makes sense. Yeah, there's a lot of like really dramatic stuff happening with Rose at the end there. And they got like... It was so funny, and I'm sorry if people have been wanting to watch Doctor Who for a while. I'm about to spoil a bunch of stuff. Um, it's a very old show, <laughs> and I've already been spoiled with things, so sorry. But it's so funny, because we're getting close to the end of season four, and we see Rose again. She comes back, because it's like the universe is about to end or something. And um, I asked Daniel, I'm like, so Daniel, what actually happened with Rose? Like, I've heard memes and and references apparently he like left her on a beach or something and he's like oh yeah he he left on a beach with a human version clone of himself so they can like be together forever i'm like oh interesting but then we got to the end of the finale and then they're going to the beach and there's like a human clone of of the doctor and the daniel's like you know i i don't think that happened i think that's happening now and i'm like Oh, thanks, Daniel, for that extra context. So I still don't know what happened. I was gonna say that <laughs> sounds like a very Rick and Morty for thing for him to do. But it was really it was yeah. it was pretty funny. So it's like I, I'd like to know all the implications and importance behind it, but I don't. Yeah. I just don't really know. So it's so sad. He's probably watched so much of it that he gets stuff mixed up now. Probably. Yeah. Oh, for sure. It's so well, funny watching. The times him all over the place. He hasn't seen it in so long. Um, he'll, we'll go into an episode. He's like, I don't remember what happens this episode in like 10 minutes. And he's like, oh, I remember what happens. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> and you've met River Song now. We've met her. Yeah. She got wrecked. Cool. <laughs> but I do think it's interesting knowing that maybe she's the one person who's going to have some continuity in the future. Uh, yes. Rest of the companions, screw them. They don't matter. Not at all. You'll, River Song. You'll see her a lot. I guess matters. Yeah. I haven't seen her a second. She's time, important. Though, she's you just met her, but she's known the doctor for a long yeah, time. Yeah, it's crazy because they really do set up as like the first time he meets her is the last time she's going to see him. And that's like, mm-hmm. and it's going to keep that trend. It's going to be kind of going backwards, like an inverted relationship for them, which is super interesting to me. So, yeah. Hmm. I've talked right. enough about Doctor Who. I'm sorry. Let's, let's continue. Okay. <laughs> no, we're good. That's cool. Like I said, TV news was like super dead. I was going to talk about uh, Starfire. I'll just kind of randomly shut them out quick. Starfire uh, for Titans has a new costume, uh, which didn't seem big enough to like get real deep into. And then The Last of Us Two is or Last of Us HBO show is greenlit, but mm-hmm. we kind of thought, thought it that was happened anyway? a while ago. Yeah, it seemed pretty confirmed already. Mm-hmm. Uh, so now it's officially officially happening. So I'm going to leave us with one question. Uh, with the year starting to go to the end, towards the end, uh, what? What TV show are, we'll, we'll go with one, maybe two if you really feel like you have to, are you most looking forward to in 2021? Mine is uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I'm real stoked for that show. Yeah. Ahead, 
Or Shelly. Go Shelly. Probably the Marvel shows. I just don't know when they're coming out. I mean, probably 2021, but like WandaVision looks super weird yeah. and interesting. But I am very excited for Falcon and Winter Soldier. But at the same time, knowing me, I'm just going to keep watching Doctor Who and not watch anything else. <laughs> you got, well, then again. You're watching Mandalorian. I am watching Mandalorian. So that's, that's that weekly thing I am keeping up with. You're right. So I, I can... I could take it on a new show. Um, but yeah, probably one of the Marvel ones. I don't even know what else is like coming out. Yeah, you I know? can't really think of anything. Like I'll be watching Walking Dead, obviously, but right. yeah, that's what I'm most that's, excited for. That's where I was at. I couldn't think of anything like specifically, but yeah, the Marvel shows. Um, because really Cobra all we Kai. have is... Oh, yes. Yeah, okay. I figured my, that'd be your answer. My answer is Cobra Kai <laughs> then, because I couldn't think off the top of my head. Um, but another one I just thought of would be Orville because Hulu picked up Orville for the last season. Oh, I keep forgetting that's a thing. And yeah, and so it's like I don't know. I think it was supposed to come out later this year, but obviously COVID happened. So it's like I don't know where that's at yeah. filming wise. But now that Hulu, like basically Fox gave that to Hulu. I think it was Fox. I don't remember. Um, but they gave it. They gave it to Hulu, and so now that they're with Hulu, they can kind of they have more freedom. I think so. Cool. It outgrew uh, the network, so I'm excited to see what comes of Orville. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Okay, good answers, guys. All right, well, we'll end the podcast there. Then you guys aren't geeking out about anything else this week. Nope. All right. Oh, again, Rhythm of oh. War is out. Oh yes. yeah. Okay. But I haven't. I've started though. Yes, it's the uh, Stormlight Next Archives. Stormlight Archive. If <laughs> okay, Joe cool. was here, he'd understand. Yes, Cody. <laughs> I um I also have it's it pre-ordered from Audible. Um, but I'm still getting through Oathbringer. I have like 40 hours left of the audiobook left. Sweet. Yeah, cool. I I have a feeling I'm I kind of want to beat Age of Calamity first. I feel like that's taking up a lot of my time, and I think it would be really hard to do both at the same time, especially with like things like Doctor Who and you know. I, I gotta prioritize some things, and a I think I'm fine waiting a little bit through Rhythm of War. So, mm. but that's pretty. It's very hyped that it's out. People have already finished it. Like it's that's so big. I think it's bigger more. than Oathbringer. It's so big. It's such a fat book. I'm gonna have to see how many hours it is on Audible. Brand Searson uh, is nuts. Yeah, that dude's a beast. Uh, anyway, that's yeah. That's the other thing. That's I want to try to see how many hours. Our audience to know. Rhythm of War is fifty-seven right. hours, so that's not far off from Oathbringer. Yep. I wonder if my wife knows. She loves that series. I'm, I was gonna say I'm sure she probably that's does. Cool. <laughs> yeah. A lot of fans she might know. are excited. All right, LJ, where can they find you at? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at WarHeroLJ, Instagram WarHeroLJ underscore GT, and streaming on the Geeks Under Grace Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash Geeks Under Grace. Shelly? You can find me on Twitter at theshellshock24, and you can find me streaming Tuesday nights at twitch.tv slash geeksundergrace. And you can find me on Instagram at Cody Armour. Keep gaming, keep praying, and God bless. Bye-bye. Peace. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. We love hearing from you, so feel free to ask us questions or just comment on the show by using the hashtag GUGCast on Twitter or by joining the GUGCast questions channel 
in the Geeks Under Grace Discord. If you like this episode, consider leaving a review or rating of our show on your favorite podcast app. If you want even more Geeks Under Grace, you can always go to geeksundergrace.com. We love you all so much, so thank you for listening.